Welcome back, everybody. This is Eric and Chad here with Iraq Veteran 8888. Today, we've got another gun gripe episode for you. Thanks for tuning in. This one's a doozy. It's legitimate, too. I hope y'all are ready. This is one doozy of a gun gripe, and it's called, Hey, man, can I borrow a gun? Got any of them guns over there I can borrow? Okay, we're going to get into this. This is a great topic, and it's super important right now with everything that's going on, and Mm. I promise it's going to be a great topic. You guys are going to want to stay tuned for this. Uh, I definitely want to take a moment to thank the folks at Big Daddy Unlimited for supporting gun gripes. They are a great group of people, and they keep us in tons of cool gadgets that we can show you guys on the channel, and they've been very good to us in that regard, and we appreciate their continued support. Uh, Great group of people. Look into them. Great buying group. Definitely worth looking into. Okay. So, (laughs) all right. This is a super, super, super pertinent gripe, especially right now. I mean, there's a lot of fear buying going on with COVID and, of course, the looting and rioting and all of the uh, general civil civil unrest. Civil unrest has has caused a lot of gun shops to be uh, a little bit slim pickings uh, on the availability. And and look, it's, it's great that people are arming themselves and they're waking up and they're seeing, wow, you know, we need to be able to protect our family. We need to protect our communities. We need to protect each other. And yeah, you know, they're waking up to the fact that they probably need to be a gun owner, right? That's super important. What this gripe really um, beckons to a little bit more is the mindset of, I know everybody's got a friend like this. The Johnny come lately. The Johnny come lately. Everybody's got a friend like this that said two weeks before, why do you own so many guns? Are you some kind of crazy weirdo or something? Or what? What are you trying to prove? Uh, you you got some? Uh, are you lacking uh, you down in the downstairs? Yeah, the downstairs compartment. Are you lacking in some way, shape, or form that you have to? You got to make up for it by owning all that firepower, or whatever. Does it make you feel like a yeah. man. Two, two weeks earlier, they were they were you know they were your buddy, but they were giving you crap about being a gun owner, right? You know, in a friendly way or whatever, kind of busting your chops a little bit. But then stuff starts breaking loose. They start seeing crazy stuff going on. People buying guns. And they come over, and they're the kind of guy that goes, uh, hey, man, you got a gun I can borrow? Hey, man, things are getting crazy out here. You got a gun I can borrow? That, the gun shop don't have none. It's happened to me more times than I, than I actually am proud to admit. Okay. Believe it or not, I have friends and family that aren't gun people. Mm-hmm. And no matter what I do... Until the time warrants. It. <laughs> no matter what I do, no matter what I say... They won't see it from my perspective. They never will. They're never going to understand it. They're never going to care to understand it. And I get it. Some people, it's just no matter what, in their mind, they are just incompatible with the idea of self-preservation and possessing the tools to self-preservation. In their mind, their idea of self-preservation is picking up the phone and calling the police. That's their idea. And and some people, they're never going to be able to break loose of that stigma no matter mm-hmm. what. And and unfortunately, some of my friends and family are in that category. They're watching this video right now. They're going, yep, that's me. But they won't admit it, though, in public. They won't admit it, but they still want to call me and they want a gun. Yep. <laughs> and then they think that I'm like the walking gun store or something. You know, and... and, and <sighs> it's It's tough. It's a tough position to be in because, like, you want to help people, but you've been trying to help people. You know, you've been trying to sway their minds... You know, and just get them to think, you know, in in the term of, hey, this is a tool for my self-preservation and my family's self-preservation. And it's just a good tool to have just in case. But they don't want it at the time when there's nothing going on. Like, you can't tell people that. When there's nothing going on, it's like, you know, we, we, we preach the Second Amendment all the time. Like, this is what it's for. It's for when things get really hairy. 
You know, when there's mobs barking at your doorstep, when there's the government breathing down your neck, trying to take everything away from you, trying to go all tyrannical or go all Marxist or communist or whatever the case is, or turn into Venezuela. Like, nobody wants that. So we have guns to keep that from happening. But you can't tell people that until something happens. And they're like, oh, maybe I'll wait a little bit too long. And then they go and they're frantically trying to get into a gun store. And they show up and there's a line like a mile long. And then they stand in line for that time, go inside, and there is nothing. Like the shelves are bare, you know? It's just Too late at that point. It's crazy. And then it's like, well, I, I, I know he's got a bunch of guns. Maybe I can borrow one. Like... What do you do, you know? And, you know, and, and yeah. here's the difficulty in the in the situation, right? Is how many years have we been making these videos? And, and there's a lot of people that go, oh, you guys are preaching to the choir. Well, apparently I'm not. Appar- I mean, we have to be reaching somebody. And the thing is, is we've been telling people for years the importance of arming themselves. And I don't know if maybe it just fell by the wayside or people don't, you know, get it. Or maybe they just don't think it applies to them. But, like, when we make these videos, guys, it's all inclusive, Right. We are an all-inclusive club where everyone's invited. All right? Now, we don't give out participation trophies, but we're going to give you a chance to play. Okay? And that's the thing. Everything we do in these videos, this information is out there to inform the masses. We care about America. Americans. That's you. Black, white, Asian, gay, straight, Jew, Christian, Muslim. We don't care. We don't care who you are. If you're an American and you love this country... Congratulations, you're on the team. You made the team. And, and, and that's all we've been trying to tell people all these years. You know, hey, invest in a little support gear. Invest in maybe some body armor, decent rifle, a handgun to protect yourself. Oh, it doesn't mean you have to go around telling everybody you own a gun. It doesn't mean you have to go around saying I'm pro-gun. It doesn't mean you have to put gun stickers on your vehicle. It doesn't mean you have to wear gun shirts. It doesn't mean you have to go uh, to your place of employment and talk to your coworkers about guns. It doesn't even mean that, okay... If I'm a, a carpenter by trade and I buy a nice hammer and a saw and a chisel and whatever tools I need to be a carpenter, does that mean that I walk around with I love carpenter shirts on? Or does it I mean love S-Wing. I, yeah, yeah. Does it does it mean I walk around with an S-Wing hat on every day? No. My tool belt has the tools in it. No. I go and I do my job. And and that's those are just the tools of the trade. It, it means you walk around with Carhartt on. Right, Carhartt. <laughs> well, but, but that's the thing, right? So just because you are an enthusiast of something doesn't mean you have to let everybody know. And the thing about gun owners, too, is that there's a lot of people out there that are gun owners, but they, they intend to just kind of be gray men when it comes to the way they live their life. You may not know someone's a gun owner, but they are. You may not know that someone is carrying a gun, but they are. So it's important for us as a society to realize that there is a silent majority. There are a lot of people out there that gun gun ownership is very important and crucial to their overall thought process and the way they live their life. And a lot of them just don't make a big deal about it. But they're out there. Well, Trust me. So are. <laughs> So there, there's a little bit of a crux to this biscuit, to use one of Eric's terms. So uh, we won't say his name, but we have Frank Zappa's term. But <laughs> we have a we got a friend of ours, okay? That you know, looking on the outside, you wouldn't think like this guy owns a very large collection of firearms, or I should say, owned, because you'll find out as the story goes. Well, a gentleman that we know owned a lot of firearms, highly collectible stuff, because he was a gun enthusiast. He loved firearms. Mm-hmm. He still does love firearms, but it was kind of kept as a little bit of a secret in his his clique, his circle, okay, in his um, in in his uh, career, okay, um, and uh, 
the more and more people found out that he was a, a gun owner, you know, and owned a lot of like ARs and, and high end stuff and things like that. And we're he, not talking cheap stuff. No, I mean like high end, like really, really nice high end gear. I mean, we're talking like Barrett's and like nice LWRCs and like the top of the line gear that you can buy. Yeah, wh- with whatever the, money. the best of everything <clears throat> is, he had it. Okay. But he was ridiculed more and more and more because he was a gun owner. And, you know, in his profession, it was kind of frowned upon, okay, by other professionals. So eventually he just said, you know what, I'm just, I'm done being ridiculed. So he sold off most of his collection. There are a lot of people out there like that that want to own guns, but then, you know, they don't get the support they need in, in their circle of friends, okay, or in their profession or at their job. Like, you're ridiculed for being a gunner because being a gun owner is still stigmatic, in this day and age. It's still taboo in this day and age when gun sales are through the roof and more and more people want to get the tools to defend themselves with more than ever. It is still taboo to be a gun owner. You have to like hide in the dark corner and hide your guns, you know, and, and keep it a big secret. You know, it's like some back alley thing where, you know, you don't want anybody to know about your, 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 uh, your fetish, you know, with guns. Okay. But that's the problem. You know, if you want to own guns, you, by God, own guns. And you don't give a crap what anybody says. Because ultimately, it's not their life that you have to worry about. It's yours. So for them to tell somebody that, oh, you can't own guns because I don't think it's right. Who cares? Who cares? It's unfortunately something that... It happens. The media wants, uh, you know, the media wants to paint gun owners and gun ownership as this thing that gets stuffed into the dark underbelly of society, pushed into that dark corner of society, they don't want it to be a widely accepted thing because firearms ownership breeds free thinking and it breeds self-preservation. And it doesn't fit the narrative. And it doesn't fit the narrative. And it also breeds uh, the overall idea that we need less government, smaller government, and less interference in our everyday lives. Gun ownership breeds the ideas... That of free liber- people, that of liberty and yep. free people, and that freedom trumps everything else. That even governments, uh, there, there is nothing that man can create that that is outside the bounds of what the average person views as being their liberty. Right? You know, no man is going to create something that trumps your ability to self-preservation. And once you become a gun owner and you get kind of woke in that regard and you realize, hey, these things are the tools of the trade. They're a tool of free people, right? Um, you know, and when we look at people, you know, being shamed, right, for being a gun owner, uh, another really important thing to consider is don't look at what people say. Observe what they actually do. There's one thing for someone to say, hey, this is how I think or this is what I believe or this is what I think you should do or we should do. And then what do you see people doing? Now, we're not talking this pretend thing that the media makes you believe that, oh, uh, a, a large, all right, the, the common narrative is a large subsection of Americans want stricter gun control. That's the narrative that gets pushed down your throat. But that's not true. Where are these people? Where are the people that hate guns? Where are the people that are anti-gunners? Okay, now what can we actually observe? What we can actually observe is record gun sales that are occurring. Now, is that to say that there was just a whole bunch of people on the fence that previously hated guns, and now they're like, holy crap, we need a gun? Is that to say that those people buying those guns still don't want you to have guns, but they want to have them, but they just don't want you to have them? No, I know what it is. I know what it is. It's all the people that currently own guns going to the gun shops and buying those guns to sell them to the people that need the guns 
for higher prices. I'm just kidding. I'm no, just kidding. No, that's not that's the not case. <laughs> but, but the question is, what are the motivations? Corner in the market. What are the motives? Yep. And the thing is, I believe that the most simple explanation and what I feel to be in my heart the most uh, correct explanation is that there are a lot of people who might have been on the fence and they want to earn themselves. And those people, those three million new gun owners are going to convince three million more people mm-hmm. because all it takes is one person in your life to change their idea. And all of a sudden you just doubled the amount of gun owners. OK, yep. that's all it takes. Everybody that loves gun ownership and understands that woke feeling you get when you can protect yourself and your family, and you know that you ain't calling nobody because you're going to protect your dang castle. It's your castle, mm-hmm. and nobody's going to come in that castle without being, mm-hmm. uh, you know, dealing with you. Okay, <laughs> if that yeah. feeling is good to you, then find one other person in your circle that disagrees and convince them, and all of a sudden we just turned, you know, all these gun owners into double the amount of gun owners. It's that all three mil- That three million people that bought new guns, if they convince one person that's a friend of theirs to go buy a gun that wasn't a gun owner before, congratulations. We just created three million more gun owners. That's three million men, women that are strong Americans that are going to protect our country. If, if something disastrous happens, if we're attacked, if anything happens, we have a literal grassroots army of people who care very much about being free and protecting each other. This is not some thing that people, you know, the media makes this big deal of, you know, they try to paint all of these horrible pictures using the broadest brushstrokes possible of the most unflattering paint that they possibly can imagine, right? They want to put this person in that corner, that person in that corner, and they want to bicker and yell across the room. And that's not the real answer. Real America, they want everyone to be happy and free and protect themselves. And I know we say it in a lot of videos, and I know it seems like we're preaching to the choir, but apparently we're not. Because when friends of mine go, hey, uh, well, I I used to think you were crazy, but now you're not. And hey, uh, by the way, you got one of them there guns I can borrow? That's not the way you want to get into that. You know, you need to take it upon yourself. You know, instead of buying that $1,000 iPad... Or that new iPhone that costs 800 bucks. Or instead of, you know, there's, we've mentioned this in previous videos. Mm-hmm. You've got to see the value in self-preservation. Yes, there is an investment that you have to make in order to get into a few guns and a little bit of training and some ammo, mags, whatever, support gear, holster. Yes, that costs money. But so does a freaking iPad and the new big screen TV <clears throat> and the other things that do nothing for you. <laughs> Except infuriate you because all you're doing is reading what the mainstream media is putting out all the time. Well, look, I'm not saying don't don't have an iPad or iPod or a nice phone or, 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 or a TV. Get or your whatever. priorities straight. Yes. You know? People lack the ability to to get their priorities in order yep. and and put the and see the value where it needs to be. Like I guess um place that value on that particular item in terms of, you know, hey, I had to save up for a few months, two or three months, to be able to afford to buy X, whatever it is, TV or whatever gadget or crap for your truck or, or whatever you bought, right? Right. To say, all right, instead of buying this this TV, which is still cool, you know, maybe I should buy a gun, you know? See, Good check in the box thing. You, to have. you plan for the best, prepare for the worst, okay? And the, the problem that people have is they don't think about the worst that could happen when things are good. Okay, I mean, just back at the end of 2019, everything was hunky-dory. No big deal, right? So everybody's just out there consuming all the products that they can. No big deal. But then when things start getting hairy and the media starts putting out all kinds of crap about what's going on in the world, 
then people start getting a little bit panicky. All right, when people get panicky, people get stupid. All right, and then more people want to say, "Hmm, I think I better get a gun to to defend myself with because these people are getting stupid." That's not the right time to be thinking about those. It may things. not be the right time, however, but they however, were, but they were thinking about it. It, it however it was a thought. However, it is it is still commendable. Yep. All right, even even though all right, now this is the, this is sort of the end of this gripe. Yes. Even though someone may go, well, this guy was crazy 2 weeks ago, but now, you know, he don't seem so crazy. All right, at least that's a realization. Okay, just because you are asleep and having a horrible dream doesn't mean that you have to sleep forever. Mm-hmm. So, getting woke is getting woke. If, if you're right if you're waking, if you're woke, <laughs> if you're getting awakened from a bad dream, as long as you recognize that you were in a bad dream and you mm-hmm. separate yourself from it and move on with life, well, then by all means, move on with life. So if it took something happening for you to go, you know what, maybe I need to own a gun. We're not ridiculing that person. Absolutely. Get a gun. Protect yourself. All we're, we're, no, all we're mentioning is that uh, we have seen an, an upward increase of people going, hey, man, let me borrow a gun. That's probably not the right time. You want to you wanna definitely try to think ahead of the curve, right? Mm-hmm. And when that curve gets there and you're unprepared, all I'm saying is that's a bitter feeling. And mm-hmm. I understand there's a lot of new gun owners, and we welcome all new gun owners to the fold. We don't care what your political affiliations are. We want people to be armed and protect themselves, mm-hmm. and we want our communities to be safe and free and happy, and we want everyone to live and be happy. That's yep. all mm-hmm. our, our care has ever been. For the entire time that we've been running this channel, we've always been inclusive to everybody, and we feel it's super important for everyone to be on the same playing field in terms mm-hmm. of preservation. All right, so what's the answer to the question? Hey man, can I hey borrow man, you a got gun? one of them guns? Absolutely. Me. That's that's just what I feel. Like if someone was on the fence and they they were a little bit too late to the party and they are desperate to defend themselves, yes, the answer is a resounding yes. Yeah. But like I'll give you some ammo, I'll give you some magazines, I'll give you a firearm. Do you know how to use it? Yes. Good. Do you know how to use it? No. All right. Come to the range and I will show you how to use this firearm. Yes. The answer is yes. Resounding yes. Yeah. So you you people that were holding out to the end of the video see what we would say. There you go. <laughs> yeah, the answer is yes. But because you don't want to turn, you, you can't turn someone away like that. That is the hour of desperation. Okay. When it comes to that, it takes a lot of humility, you know, to ask someone that you may have been ridiculing for years and years and years to borrow a firearm, which you have criticized them about owning. But the answer is yes, because if you say no, then what did you just do? You just turned someone away from the two-way calls. You absolutely right. just shut somebody down. You know? Yeah. The answer is yes. Yeah, and I'm not going to say who within my circles that fits that description, but let's just say someone related to me. Okay. And uh, and yeah, I made sure that, that they had what they needed and uh, and knew how to use it and had the proper, you know, all that stuff in, in, in place, and, and it's good to go. So... Um, yeah, the important thing is, is that we are all ambassadors to the Second Amendment community. And when you're asked uh, to step to the plate, if you have the means, you know, don't disenfranchise yourself in the process. But if well, you have only got means, this one, but yeah, sure. Man. Yeah. It, it, you know, you don't want to give away your, your last sword. OK, <laughs> but, uh, you know, but if you have an extra one, you know, yeah. it, it's not a problem. I'm, I'm not suggesting that, um, you know, that that be the end all do all solution. But it is an important way for that talk to occur and that talk to come from a position of, hey, man, look, I'm going to get you what you need right here. But, you know, you need, you know, save up some money, go get this, go get that, show them what to get. And then once they achieve what they what they need to get, they can give you your stuff back. Everything's good. 
Uh, and that's happened uh, actually in several cases so far. <clears throat> a, a few of my close friends have needed some support, and I've I've been there to, to lend them the support they need, and and that's fine. And and they've learned, and now guess what? They they get it. They're gun people. So um, better late than never. But uh, always look at the next turn in the curve, see where it's going, and make sure that you respond accordingly. And uh, guys, for God's sakes, listen to us. We're trying we, <laughs> we're trying to tell you what to do, okay? And we're not doing it in a authoritative standpoint. We're trying we're, we're we're trying to suggest what you should do, okay? Maybe take that to heart a little bit more, you know. I hope they don't find the subliminal messages. Oh my gosh, yeah, the little flashing, you know, <laughs> the little flashing by a man can <laughs> things. All right, look. Thank you guys so much for the support. Uh, those of you who purchased man cans, now that was that wasn't subliminal. That they call epilepsy. Uh, yeah, exactly. So uh, <laughs> we got some great boxes that we put together called man cans. Uh, if you love the channel and you wish to support us, you can purchase a man can. You can go over to Ballistic Inc. pick up a T-shirt. Last but not least, all of our Patreon supporters, thank you guys so much for supporting us on Patreon. Uh, we really appreciate it, guys. Have a wonderful day. It's all going to be all right. All right. I know sometimes you have to be told there's that bi that confirmation bias we have to have. Mm. I promise, guys, life's going to be OK. It's going to get better. This is just a, a tiny bump in the road. Life is going to get better. OK, have a good one. We'll see you guys next time. And uh, we, we have many more videos on the way. We'll see. You. See you guys.